Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If I told you I found you a perfect match. Chosen by science, but you had to marry them right this second. You would tell me, well, that sounds pretty whack. And I would add you having weeks to know if you really love them. You just got married. Hello and welcome to A Perfect Match. I'm Asia and we are here to talk about episode 25 of season 16 of Married at First Sight. This is part two of the reunion. Um, yippee, so excited, <laughs> so excited. Um, and of course, I'm here with my co-host who is a petty Betty, Jason Reed. Jason, how are you? Asia, I'm good, although I'm a little confused. You called this the second part of the reunion, but I'm pretty sure this is a Kirsten and Shaq intervention. Uh, <laughs> so it should be labeled okay. to try and get them back together. So maybe you watched two different episodes. I'm not sure, um, but I uh, will find out uh, coming up. Uh, Asia, I'm good. Uh, you know, another episode in the books. <laughs> One week closer to the end. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny how we got these 90 minute episodes all season and now we're solid two hours <laughs> two hours all the way you know to what we originally at one point thought was going to be the end of the season and they just drew it out one week further More. to a unnecessary where they now special uh to which the, at the end of this episode the previews uh are trying to make us think it's going to be juicy but i'm pretty sure it's just another trap um but yeah i'm, I'm good i watched it <laughs> i did what i had to do and i'm here <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we are not here alone we are here with two 
of our favorite guests who come on for many seasons that we've been covering this show. Uh, we have the dynamic duo from the crime scene wrap up, Mari and Sarah. How are y'all doing? Hello. Hello. Uh, so, they're always, they're always in unison. They always the <laughs> ever, crime scene episodes. Now they're greeting on in unison. It's it's creepy and crazy and weird. I like well, it. The <laughs> other thing we might be in unison on is uh, Jason. Is this your revenge? It is. Uh, it definitely is because you two made to make, me watch. To make us come on this. <laughs> exactly. Like, we love the show. It's not mm-hmm. making us come on the show. It's making us watch the Watch. Uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for those not following along, uh, I recently, just last week, did a crime scene episode. It actually came out this week, this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Did a crime scene episode. You know, usually it's all fun and games when I come on the crime scene mm-hmm. podcast. But uh, this documentary that they made me watch was some of the most heartbreaking and devastating things I've ever seen. So, yes, as retribution, you had to watch this episode and come talk about it. Yes. Well, I, I'm glad to be here so I can pile on Kev- Kevin Frazier even worse than I did to Vanessa uh, Lachey. So, yeah, I'm here and I'm I'm going to be piling on because I'm sure, I'm, sure I'm going to get some of that coming my way, too, from you, Mari. Oh, yeah. I, as you oh, like yeah. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he kind of got on my last nerves this episode. I'm not oh going to lie. My gosh. <laughs> it, it really had me thinking, like, is there a good reunion host out there? Like, we know Andy ain't it, you know. <laughs> we know Vanessa's not doing a thing. I, I don't, I, I don't know, man. Do we not need reunions or do we just not need reunion hosts? Is you know, there a, they should get Nicole. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, I bet she would love to do it. Uh, she would insert herself too much, S- similar to like, well, not Kevin, Kevin kinda, but similar to Vanessa, to where it's going to be like, please calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we are here to talk about part two of the reunion. Of course, make sure you go subscribe to the Love at First Sight feed. That's where you can get all of your podcast for a perfect match the show perfect match ultimatum queer love love is blind it's a one-stop shop for all of these ridiculous love shows so make Mm -hmm. sure you go subscribe leave us a five-star rating review so we know that you're enjoying it we do want to shout out a couple so one is from south jersey pete a very loyal listener from for years so Mm -hmm. the subject is i wish i could chime in I've been listening since Asia was on with Amy. Both Asia and Jason feel like they are my friends. And I can't tell you how many times I wanted to join in on the conversation. They don't need me, though, as the podcast is way more entertaining than the show. As for the recent ultimatum, I've always enjoyed Mary's work. And Evie was a breath breath of fresh air. Of course, Jason is my pod spirit animal, as a lot of the other shows he does, uh, Winning Time, are in my wheelhouse. (laughs) Thank you, Jersey Jersey Pete. Pete. Thank you welcome so much. Chippendales, Jason. Also yes, did. yes. Chippendales, don't uh, forget that. South <laughs> thank you so much for probably being the only person that listened to that winning time uh, recap that we did so long ago. Season two coming out soon. Uh, mm-hmm. Still don't know if we're doing a, a postal recap for that, but we'll find out at some point. Uh, thank you so much, South Jersey Always appreciate your uh, listener, listenerage, listenerage, patronage, I guess I'll go with. Uh, I don't know the real world. Um, the one I, the review I'm going to be doing. It's from someone entitled Asia and Jason, but I swear to you, we did not make up a fake uh, iTunes account and post this. They just we got together. Uh, <laughs> uh, the title of the review is probably one of my favorite uh, of all time. 
is simply titled Jason is All. Oh, I love that. Um, the review goes, no shade to Asia. She's a perfect foil, but he makes me laugh out loud. The he being me, Jason. Um, if they don't recap Lindsay's masterclass in Fatal Attraction or how to alienate an entire audience from the cast tell-all special, I will be so disappointed. Luckily, we did do just that last week. Brought you all that uh, Lindsay nonsense. Uh, so your wish was granted, and thank you so much for being <laughs> Yes. <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, so also, if you, you, the season may be coming to an end after... S- six months. Uh, but we are still very active in our Facebook group. So make sure you go search a perfect match podcast on Facebook and you can join in on the fun. We will continue to be active through the off season. I'm sure season 17 is right around the corner. So make sure you go join the Facebook group so you can be ready to chime in and be a part of the conversation when season 17 starts. So this week, the past Petty Betty. Petty Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as many uh, times as you want (laughs) yes it's petty betty you can put it in as many you can repeat it as often as you like we will accept you into the (laughs) right (sighs) all right let's get to it um i think no one want the well okay i think everyone wants kirsten and shaq to be together except for kirsten and shaq (laughs) kirsten definitely okay why though why? Right. What is it? Leave them alone. Thank you. They tried and, it. You know, it didn't work. It's finished. And you know, coming into the reunion, I was thinking, you know, it it could still work between them. Like they seem like they would make an okay couple. But this episode made me just not want them to be together. Like, <laughs> yeah. All of the people saying they need to be together, they have to be together, made me go like, you know what? Actually, I don't care anymore. I don't even want y'all to be together now. Yeah, and it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, I was I was just very, very uncomfortable because I was like, how many times do these people have to say like the choice that was made was made? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And they're like with, with Kirsten, who we knew throughout the the um the process, was afraid to open herself up, you know, by fear of abandonment and all that, to then go on and say yes, just for a shack to abandon her and say no because of his insecurities. And you like it felt weird to me because it felt like people were questioning Kirsten. Or, is it Kirsten? Right, mm-hmm. Kirsten. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, it felt like they were they were questioning her. Like, oh, why why can't you give it another shot now? Like, she wasn't the one who said no. She had said yes. He had said no. So it like if he if she were to give him a shot, if it would be because he would have to do a whole lot of begging, a whole lot of like a lot of things to make up to, up with. It's not everybody saying like, but. Like, give him a chance. Like, no, that's not fair to her. I, I was just so uncomfortable, like, for most of this. And they act like this was the one thing he had done in a relationship that was bad. As if he hadn't, <laughs> yeah. as if he hadn't he been just cold said no. to her. People yeah, make as, mistakes. Like, as if he hadn't been cold to her during the whole season, at, at, you know, after a certain point. He'd been kind of cold toward her. He'd been kind of lashing out at her in ways. And now it's just as if everyone forgot that. And they're just like, he, he just messed up this one. He just... He just forgot his sense for a minute and said no. Can't you overlook that? Well, first of all, he didn't just say no. He embarrassed her on yes. national television, rejected her on national TV without even uh, an iota of a heads up that he was going to do it. He mm-hmm. let her go first, let her say no, let her say yes, and then 
went and said no to embarrass her. That's a big hurdle to overcome in and of itself in my in my mind. Absolutely. It's rude. It's rude. And the other thing I found, inter- well, many interesting things about it, one of which I'll go back to episode 11 where I came <laughs> on and I said, why does everybody like him? <laughs> um, not that I listened and thought about my predictions at all. Um, but the other thing that was interesting, people said, oh, look at you, you're even dressed in the same colour. But the interesting thing was they weren't. They were dressed in a colour that was close but mm. didn't match and was clashing. So I thought you're not even following through your metaphor of them wearing their wearing the same colour. They weren't. Mm-hmm. She looked right. gorgeous. I mean, of course, she looked gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But why should she do the work? Why is it up to her? Why is okay. anyone on her about what she should do? Yeah, it was so – Yeah, it, and on that clothes point, if they were matching, they wouldn't have both boldly wore the same color. He would have mm-hmm. wore something different and had like sh- shades to complement her dress. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So that's something I was thinking about when I saw the previews. I'm like, they wouldn't just wear. I, I just feel like <laughs> that's not a thing. Didn't they bring but- several outfits and and the wardrobe department approved them? Sorry, just a little <laughs> bit behind the scenes. I right. can't believe that that um, the women at least only brought one dress. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I would imagine she would not have chosen <laughs> to go out there <laughs> both wearing this yellow gold. But I'm gonna stay away from colors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, 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 have you fixed those settings on your TV? Maybe turn down mm-hmm. the saturation. Mm-hmm. Turn up I the brightness. What do you have to do? No, I should have. When I thought about it, my remote was too far. I mean, you're like, ah, forget it. You try to get you try to get pepper and cinnamon. Get, get, get me the remote. Get me the remote. They were I need to teach them how to do that. Yeah. Um, what, else but, good, what else are dogs good for, in my opinion? To get you stuff, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go give me some water, please. Um, so basically, we started out this reunion with the finishing off Kirsten and Shaq's segment. We basically find out that he said he just didn't think he could make her happy. That's why he ultimately said no. He does regret it. And oh, Kevin was eating that up. He's like, wait, so you're saying you regret it? And it's just like, come on, stop. So uh, even Kirsten was like, look, he, we had our moment. We're now divorced. And mm-hmm. Kevin was like, but he regrets it. Isn't that something? And so uh, she said, look, we had our chance to take advantage of it. And we didn't. And so we're I agree forward. with her. I know. And no means no, everybody. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Listen yeah. to the lady. <laughs> She knows. Then, she knows in her soul. She knows in her emotions. She knows it's wrong. She knows the smell's wrong. The flavor's wrong. The she <laughs> yeah. knows it's wrong. And you're yeah. lucky she was polite and didn't tell you all to off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, for extra measure, they brought out both of their moms, which mm. we didn't even see coming because that wasn't yeah. in any previews or anything. I was like, I wait, know. what? So they brought out Nina, who is Shaq's mom, and Lavonda, who is Kirsten's mom. And basically, the standpoint of each was like, Nina, who's Shaq's mom, was like, you know, I would love to be together. I still call Kirsten my daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. But And Nina, who last time we heard from Nina, was on the phone kind of scolding Kirsten, telling Kirsten that she needs to support Shaq more. Mm-hmm. And that's the only really the only time we ever heard from Shaq's mom. And now she's coming out here like, I love Kirsten so much. She's still my daughter. I was like, oh, where, where did this come from? <laughs> exactly. Where did it come from? I mean, that's the interesting question. Where did it come from? Why does everybody want them to be together? It is not because everybody loves love. Everybody has a stake, like the production company has a stake in having another successful 
um, marriage and mm-hmm. the families of the two mothers don't want a divorce in their family. Mm. I think it's a matter of they don't want their loved one like back in the dating pool, back to like looking for love. And they're like, this is a decent person right here. Why can't you just make it work without mm-hmm. understanding there's so much more to it? You're not yeah. in the relationship. And and this right here had had completely made me understand like Kirsten's side of the of everything. Because when I when I came on seven months ago, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the third episode. And I was like, oh, Shaq is so into her and she's not into him. What is wrong with her? And then I, I like as you guys went along the season and you guys put it so right, like she is just not one of those people that's going to open up that quickly. And the fact that she was saying at, you know, eight weeks, like, yeah, I'm still open. I still wanted to give us some more time should have been the, that's, that should have been the goal, but Mm -hmm. to Shaq, Shaq wanted it, wanted it all too fast. Like Shaq wanted them to be in love, like making plans, like all of this in eight weeks. Like he did not let go of that, that thought in that, that, dream for himself and when it Mm -hmm. wasn't unfolding like the way it is he just assumed it wasn't worth it wasn't worth it but he didn't realize like I'm not even sure if Shaq realized that marriage is forever and not just eight weeks you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying like he truly felt like he wanted everything in that that eight weeks and it's like this is this person is still a stranger and when Kirsten was saying like oh you know I I didn't want to be out in Nashville and introducing him to people and he's my husband one day and then people asking me well where's your husband I was like okay like (laughs) people are so used to social media nowadays and people throwing people up and them coming down and taking them down and being (laughs) being in everybody's business that they're they're like looking at her like Kirsten that doesn't make sense you have to put yourself up no she doesn't like operating under some discretion is okay and and I think she saw it as giving them time to make sure that they're making the right decision before they went public that is not that is not something that they should have made her feel guilty about I don't I don't think because they clearly the pressure of it all clearly got to them clearly got to Shaq you know yeah so adding that other layer of pressure of pressure with her being missed on the town and stuff like that i don't I don't know if that would have helped either so it was just a bad feedback loop of both of them having <laughs> right. the wrong insecurities for this person specifically that they're with jason you're smiling <laughs> i was gonna disagree slightly with the coming out in public type of thing i think it's one thing to not be everywhere with your man but not to actively be hiding him i think is a different, different can but of But was worms. she, or is that just how he feels? Mm-hmm. Because she, and he kind of sort of confirmed it. She kind of confirmed it. She's like, "Yeah, I don't want to have him out and meet people outside." I was like, okay, what? True. That's True. taking it a little far. Like, if you see them coming down like the street, are you going to push Shaq into like a, a pile of bushes? Like, yes, I don't oh, know I him. Love man. It. I don't know him. Yes. I don't know yes. him. But she was right. You know, he never gave her like she said. He never gave her the security to be like introduce me to this friends because I'm not going anywhere. He not, said no. <laughs> not, but not he to mention y'all shoot a re- but y'all shoot a reality show. She, people are going to know what you're doing. Like you can even <laughs> explain it fact, to By then she, he would have been yeah. her so, if they had stayed together he would have been her husband. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah I, I think to hide Shaq is taking it a step too far to just be like. No you know, if I, you 
Yeah. Stranger uh, danger. It, I don't know what it's making him away from me. If he it's knows what she though. needs, yeah, to feel comfortable, he couldn't do it. He didn't rise to that level. And she even still said yes. Again, she said yes yeah. to what the bare minimum he was giving, and he still said no. So I still don't understand why we're all again looking at her crazy. He proved her point. He proved mm-hmm. her point. And everybody was on her and not on him. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. come on. He's some, uh, come on, come on. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get I get it. Because when you're seeing someone new, you're not going to be going in all your friend circles. Like, even if you're, because Kirsten made it seem like she is, like, on the scene. She can't go like one it. place without knowing somebody. And I Did believe you, it. Yeah, and so she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to be questioned. So it's like, okay, this is new. I mean, even in like the real world, you would do that. Like, you're not going to take this new person in front of your friends unless you feel secure. Like, this is not somebody going to be like, okay, forget about them. Sorry. (laughs) Never Mm -hmm. seen them again. Right. Um, I mean, we've all had that friend who brings around the brand new and you start thinking, well, I don't even want to yes. talk to this person. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to get to know inv- their name. As the friend, I don't want to invest <laughs> that, that, that if next so week rude. it's someone else. <laughs> you, we have friends. Have- we have friends. Literally, have friends. Jason, you've been out the game for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you. it's a thing. Like it you is. have friends that constantly will have someone new in their life. Then you get invested. And you're like, oh, this is a great person to have around. You bring in so-and-so? Yes. No, we broke up. Oh, I'm, well, I'm now saying, I can't talk to them anymore. That's right. I just that's envision right. a scenario where y'all are at the cookout and your your cousin brings over their new boo. You're just like, oh, I don't want to hear it. I didn't want to know your name. <laughs> well, I don't literally. Know like, how long has it been? No, are y'all official? They, yeah. <laughs> you just stop them coming up to you like, ah, hold up. I got to ask her some questions. How long yes. has it been? How serious is it? Oh, two weeks? How do you want to know your name, it's, man? No, it's not. It's that one person that always has a new boo every time you mm-hmm. see them. Every time, yes. time you just think And then no. they don't listen to you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I legit had to tell one of my friends. I was like, just just don't tell me nothing anymore because <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you have these people. You ask me for advice. I give you the advice. You don't listen to the advice. And now they're gone. And then now you're on to the next one. And I can't keep up. I can't do this. I can't do this okay. anymore. Yeah. Call me yeah. when y'all are engaged. I, I, guess <laughs> pay, I guess it pays me not to have any in real life friends i don't have any issues with this. <laughs> that's what it is um okay so we had their moms on stage so nina she was just all for it right didn't have really really anything to add but lavanda who's kirsten's mom she i felt like she had some real like great takes like a very understanding mm-hmm. take where she said it was a lot of miscommunications um, she understands that it, it was important to have the whole family together, but it was an obstacle to make it happen um, around like, you know, making it all happen at the same time. And she does validate Shaq's feelings, which was great. Uh, she just felt like both of their expectations were way too high. And mm-hmm. she's like, they're going to be great. And here goes Kevin together. <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> Like, say together, say it. Exactly. So we brought you out here for mom. Literally, it felt like it, felt yes, like it was oh, so a, much. She said, and it, like, and it, and it wasn't going to finish with their section. Spoiler, you know, this is going to continue every time either of them pops their head around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's bullying. It is bullying. She it's said so, no. She yes, said no. Listen to literally. her. She said no, and she's only she's only being polite by saying she's going to go to dinner. She's only mm-hmm. being polite by not saying to you i said no yeah mm-hmm. so during this section we did get a one month anniversary dinner um like a 
we well, we got footage or I guess yeah, footage we hadn't seen, never before seen, never footage. before seen. <laughs> like what is the footage we have never seen before? If they didn't put it in the ever. show, then it's no good, and right. it doesn't tell I us also, anything. No, I thought some of it throughout the episode was fun and should have been in the episode. We have yeah, so exactly. Much, we have so much repetitiveness in these episodes. I would have enjoyed a little switch up of some of these uh, scenes. Now, some of them were complete. Utter, utter nonsense but so i was like i actually would have liked to see that in the show it would have brought something fun to the show but i guess yeah. the show was kind of against that at some for some reason i don't know uh but i did like a lot of what they showed uh to i would have liked it to be in the show yeah so i mean they did this is where they pointed out that like you know she was hiding him basically until she realized if it was she wanted to know if it was going to work and so even from that she's like i don't want to have to you know double back and be like oh don't worry like we're not together anymore. But even after that, he's like, oh, I just didn't want to still be hidden after decision day. That tells me you did not hear a word she just said because she just <laughs> said she wanted to feel secure. And that's the whole reason why she wasn't going out in public. And now you're, I, know, I still don't want to be hidden. That's not what she said. What are you? Spot on a person. <laughs> in, in, in case we haven't emphasized it enough, he said no. Exactly. exactly. He said no. She was right. He said no. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah they completely were acting like again. She said no, and he said yes on decision day. Like mm-hmm. it was the other way around. People. Yes. <laughs> so Kevin just tells Kirsten, think about the fact that he said he regrets it. Like because even the moms walk off. I thought they're done with their section. Kevin's like, we gotta, we have to keep going. Okay. Think about the fact that he regrets it. He's like, just go to dinner tonight. She's like, okay, I can do dinner. <laughs> Kevin, Even like, Shaq in this moment says, like, I really want Kirsten to find her person. And if it's me, so be it. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah, this is where I have to pile on to Kevin. Because, sir, like, take the hint. And then he not only did this for Shaq and Kirsten were probably the most egregious. And it gets so much worse later. But, yeah. like. He he I felt like he tried it with every single couple after this, you know, mm-hmm. Dom and Mac. And it, it was like he was afraid to say he was he was questioning, you know, their relationships. But I'm like, some of these people were just incompatible. So why yeah. are we trying to keep them together? It just does not make sense. Like you're just not you you're trying to like justify the experts' picks. I'm sorry, they got some of these wrong. They got some of these Listen, yeah. wrong. Ke- yes, Kevin has his marking orders, that right? Emphasis. He's like Mm-hmm. Lifetime sends Kevin out there like, all right, if you don't get at least one of these couples back together, you have faith. <laughs> we're going to find another union host. Right. Get out they there and do the damn thing. constantly said, this is what you said you wanted. And that is what they gave you. This is what you said you wanted. That is what they gave you. It's like, no, the experts right. are not expert at this. They give it a good <laughs> guess, but no. no and... No. Sometimes always what you want is not what you need. So you yes. can get exactly what okay. you want and that could not work. Mm-hmm. Which is why there's this cross couple coupling ups, which happens uh, in Maths Australia as well. You got the wrong mm. ones together. You got they're they're right, they're ready to be married, or they're very H word, but you know, <laughs> they see the other across a crowd of room and go, now that's the one I'm after. Exactly. At minimum, Kevin, you need two couples to go to dinner. Okay, that's at minimum <laughs> what we expect. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's trying um, to get his quotas, man. Kevin's trying to get his quotas. Don't 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 mess with Kevin. Clearly, absolutely. Um, we did get a little scene. Um, 
like backstage with uh, Kirsten and um, Shaq, where she's just like, look, I don't want you to feel pressured. Just want you the biggest things. I just want you to be honest with me. So from this tiny bit, I could tell that Kirsten just. Them in front of Kevin is like not the real thing. Yeah, because Shaq feels pressure to tell people what they mm-hmm. want to hear. Mm-hmm. And this is her confirming, like, I just want this. I want to know the real, like, truth. What do you actually want to do, Shaq? He's like a little child that you want to talk to. Okay, Shaq. So what do you really want to do? <laughs> like, you have to mm-hmm. kind of yeah. treat him with kid gloves. She, yeah. was, she was like, do not listen to these crazy people. We're just going to get through this and we're going to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. it. I like that they showed it. And to me, it just more emphasized like their hot seat. And I did not even realize we were going to get another hot seat from them. I was like, wow. I know. They said we have mm-hmm. to bring the experts out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jason, can you take this one? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> um, we get the uh, Dominic and McKinley section. Uh, we take a look at their wedding flashbacks. And Kev, again, who doesn't understand anything about what's going on, comes back and says, you guys, you looked so comfortable and so happy there. I was like, do they really? Because I remember <laughs> at the time thinking, like, they don't seem to be compatible at all. Uh-uh. And this is the moment where uh, Max was making his dumb jokes and Dom was not understanding what he was talking about. She was complaining about him not being, quote-unquote, adventurous. So, again, mm-hmm. Kevin, what are you, what are you watching? Because I don't think we're watching the same thing. He watched uh, one scene. He has not been watching the season. He watched the scene <laughs> of them in the swimming pool, and he was like, boom, married. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 yeah, no. Kev says, that chemistry was electric. How did it all go wrong? Max uh, was- real life happened. And- <laughs> yeah. I, I was just I was just so happy that Dom brings up the Nashville of it all. And I'll, I don't know if Jason, you want to continue and then we talk about that. But yeah, I mean, Kev asked, so where did it go wrong? Max says, listen, uh, it's easy to meet someone new, but we had to be with her 24 seven. And she obviously was overwhelmed by my personality and my joke <laughs> as, as if Mac has this big personality that people need to contend with. One. Mac is as boring as a box of saltine. I should probably got- say that. <laughs> salty <laughs> snacks. Un- yeah. Salty snacks. Thank you, Sarah. Yes. Salty yes. snacks. Yes. As boring as a box of those. And, uh, you know, she never, she says, you know, she never got to see me in the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom brings up the Nashville of it all. She says, I put on yes. my application that I wanted someone to be established in Nashville. And after seeing where he lived and having brunch with his mom, where she brought up the notion of possibly moving away from Nashville, she said it scared her that she was with someone that wasn't committed to Nashville. So, oh, go ahead, Mark. Oh, yeah. I was like, thank you. Because from <laughs> episode one, I was like, how are you going to give the ultimate Nashville girl a dude from Michigan? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm i glad she called them out. Because honestly, I think the experts just said la, 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 la on her app for her application. Because she said she wanted somebody from Nashville. She said she wanted somebody adventurous. Like, you know, wanted to do things. You can tell she is one of those like a Southern girls that likes to like get, get out, her hands and do dirty, things, yeah. get her hands dirty. Exactly. And you give her the exact opposite. You give her a guy from Michigan who's bad at cracking jokes. You know what I'm saying? And lives in a basement of his friend's grandma. I don't even know what the the dad like. It wasn't even his friend's basement. It. it and I don't blame her for feeling robbed because honestly. I, I feel like it should be illegal for them to do this. Like, how do you match mm-hmm. somebody who lives in Michigan for a Nashville season? 
And and you, I think you guys talked about like he may have applied a few times or something to the show. Oh I don't yeah, know. he. It, I mean, if you look at the just the dates of where he was when he was, it seemed like we never got this really confirmed. Wasn't he in San Diego? Yeah, he was in San Diego, mm-hmm. so it seemed like he was following the show's casting uh, at yeah. one point. Maybe they said, well, maybe not for San Diego, but you know, if he were in Nashville, he's like, I could be in Nashville, no problem. <laughs> yeah, like it. Just, I have a I, friend with a basement. Yeah, exactly. I this mean, if I say just... that he's vanilla, that is rude about vanilla because proper vanilla is absolutely delicious. Bluebell vanilla. Bluebell vanilla. Oh, he is. I mean, he 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 needs uh, socks and he needs a personality. Apparently they ran out of budget for the men's socks because there were a lot of bare ankles. But he, mm-hmm. even the colour of his suit tells you everything you need to know. It's not royal blue. It's not navy blue. It's not light. It's just this mid-blue that shouldn't <laughs> exist. Like he is a mid-man. I won't say he shouldn't exist, but don't put him with with Dom. I mean, I think of Dom as this, I mean, she's sort of overflowing in, in all senses of the word. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you see him, you go, how, how is she going to be with a man with see-through hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. They should have just chalked the bullet up for for them. Like, it, it clearly wasn't working. And I did not like the guilt trip they were trying to put her through. No. And she yeah, was right. She was right to say, like, cut it short. What are we doing? This is wasting everyone's time. I don't need to be on television. Cut mm-hmm. it short. And again, it's like they, they bullied her by saying, oh, well, what did you know? You, uh, you, you wanted him to fight for you, didn't you? D- didn't you want him to fight for you? In other words, feeding her the story. She's like, well, yeah, I mean, he could have. But no, she he knew. And again, they're gaslighting these women and saying, mm-hmm. you don't know what you want. And he moved back to Michigan, which is exactly what because like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kev asked max so would would you have stayed in Nashville? and you know mac lies and so yeah i would have if uh if, you know it worked out of course. she didn't yeah. she didn't i feel yeah, like so- the ideal scenario for mac would have been somebody who he met in nashville obviously like through the show but then was open to moving like i thought mm-hmm. it feels like michigan was like the end goal for him and she's exactly. like okay Hopefully I get somebody who's open to moving and they probably thought, oh, Dom is so adventurous. She'll be open to going anywhere. But I do think they probably asked Mac. So if you met someone in Nashville, would you stay in Nashville indefinitely? He probably said, yeah, he was probably like, yeah, of course. But of (laughs) course, you know, and we talked about it like at the time where we said if Mac and Dom had worked out, Mac still would have gotten this opportunity in Michigan. And he just would have made her feel bad about not moving to Michigan, making him stay in Nashville. That wouldn't have worked out either. So, you know, it's it was. It was DOA pretty much. I mean, um, th- th- his mother asked her, it was like the second thing she asked her uh, that we saw, obviously edited. Uh-huh. But at the, at the day after brunch, uh, his mother brings it up immediately. Yep. So it was always the plan. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get into the decision about the divorce and Kev asked her, so was it kind of an in the moment thing? Were you planning on it? She says, I wasn't really planning on it. I was kind of in the moment. Uh, but there were things that were bothering me, like our communication or arguments. And I just felt like he didn't want to be there. Uh, Kevin asked Max, so were you surprised that she wanted the divorce? And Mac refers to their little, Mac refers to the after party where Dom kind of, in a way, threw him under the bus and says, <laughs> Mac was talking all big and bad about Pastor Cal. Max says, no, that was just, we were just having a lighthearted conversation about why would Pastor Cal, you know, match us together? We're so mismatched. But he never thought of getting divorced that day. 
uh, that, you know, he would have liked to stay in the experiment. Dom says that she also didn't go into this thinking that she's going to ask for the divorce that day. She says, I could have stayed longer, <laughs> but she kept replaying her and Max convo about them both being checked out. So she's like, if we're both checked out, what's the point of staying here and doing this just for TV? Uh, Kevin says, Mac, were you actually checked out? He says, yes, I was at the time, but I didn't mean it in the way that I wanted to end things that day. Uh, Dom says, I know he wanted to stay that day. That day. <laughs> he really wanted like, to be over. He's like, wait, why, why not? It's only eight weeks. We could, you know, play it through. When she's like, I'd rather not waste my time. Right. Especially yeah. when we already had two other couples like that on the season. Mm-hmm. Like, why did, why would <laughs> yeah. we have needed three couples that are just treading by waiting for eight weeks to go? Like, I give her so much respect for yes. um for ending it soon, like Sarah said. Especially in the face of Cal, who was like, again like being very forceful with her like oh so you're just gonna give up you're just gonna get up give up and you could tell on her face when she just shut mm-hmm. down she's like yeah he's yep, like you yep, think it's an yep. age thing don't sure. give me that you like, chose me exactly <laughs> let her let her do it like let her leave like i i would not this season would not have been any better if her and dom had stayed on and pretended to get along for eight weeks this is a horrendous season because the matches suck i'm sorry even in the sit down with uh, the experts later, it was so minor. But Pastor Cal was like, oh, yeah, it's probably a little growing up to do. <sighs> like, why do you keep Big. pressing that home? You were the one that ju- you, anyone can apply. If you're 21, you could apply. You do not have to pick them. <laughs> I mean, I agree with most of what y'all are saying, but I feel like after what was it right after the honeymoon, they broke up. I think you could have given it another week. I don't. I think what their issues were were so minor at the time. In my mind, they should have stuck it out at least another week. It felt like they at their first fight, it was over. Yeah, I mean hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, we obviously yeah. can see oh. that they wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. They wouldn't have worked out. At, yeah, exactly. He's mm-hmm. moving back to Michigan, and he always was going to. And, <laughs> and Dom talks planting about, my flag on that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and Dom talks about you know he shouldn't let me run off like that. I I never liked that kind of mindset. Of mm-hmm. he yeah. never should have let place. me put me in my <laughs> place. I hate when people talk like that because yeah. you're a grown adult. You, no one is in charge of you. No one is uh, your mother or father in this instance. You are your own person. Don't. And I felt like she was really putting it on him at that moment. Like he could have said, "Put your stuff in the bedroom." And you would have? I don't believe that at all. Right. <laughs> I don't know if she was really putting it on him. I think she was just forced to say, like Kevin kept trying to give her that like oh maybe it her. would have worked if if he had said that, that's what we're all going to say that's what all these people are going to say if oh if you had tried harder if you had tried harder if you had tried harder mm-hmm. I think they came into it um really good where they both uh, agreed like from jump it felt like they're like we both know that it wasn't going to work out and then the prying the prying the prying kind of made it seem like they started like poking at each other but I I just think I I, I wasn't mad I wasn't mad when she left at all no I thought it was great I thought mm-hmm. you know and 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 if they couldn't also see if the producers can't see that it's good television then more fool them they should have been you know yeah. lifting them up as as examples you know sometimes we get it wrong sometimes what you ask for isn't what you want look how mm-hmm. grown up these two were to know that it wasn't going to work and just because they 
you know, effed in a pool doesn't mean they're going to stay together forever. I mean, who haven't we effed in a pool and then not gone on to marry? You know, <laughs> yeah, everyone does but it. This, everyone does it. So this this sort of, again, attacking more the woman than the man of the couple, they just could have switched it around completely, applauded her for knowing her mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think, I think uh, time changes things because I remember at the time we were all like, she's so immature. She is- Not we. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Hey. Sure. We need to uh, cue a replay of our yeah. yes. Yes. Let's let's take a look back at the uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this season on a perfect match. Yeah. <laughs> Never before seen uh, podcast footage. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just pre-show of us like dragging these people with something. <laughs> Um, so yeah she says stuff like uh, sometimes he's a good checking sometimes like oh my gosh and Kevin yeah. says that's such a mature thing to say is, is it really that's the no, yeah, like, they, is it? that was no. not that was the, most, oh, the, the least gosh. mature thing she said yeah, the whole exactly. time uh, so we also see another never before seen clip this is apparently a dinner they went to after the you know pastor cow meeting where they both left I was like why why did we not see this on the show? I would have appreciated seeing this on the show. It was nice and uh, dramatic and pettiness. Uh, Dom, they're, they're at dinner talking and Dom says, well, why did you have your whole family unfollow my whole family? He says, um, cause you divorced me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, why would and I- that should have been the only response. Like you are not entitled to keep following anybody. I'm pro yeah. unfollowing all day. Like, yeah. She says, well, that's pretty petty. And he's trying to keep talking. She just interrupts him with a petty Betty, petty Betty, petty Betty. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, I would have liked to see that. Uh, and then she co- stuck out her tongue. Do <laughs> 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 <Doo-doo> head. <laughs> uh, we come back from the clip and Max like, you know, yeah, I was really hurt and I really turned to anger and I was fired up. I think Mac came in here and just said, I'm going to apologize for each and every single thing that comes up because mm-hmm. in this clip he didn't he wasn't even that fired up he wasn't even like that angry i think he just came here as like i'm just gonna apologize for everything i'm gonna apologize my way out of this just to maintain some sort of uh good guy a lord yeah it makes him I, look better you know makes him look yeah better. Mm-hmm. i think kevin was even like well you didn't see that angry i think dom was more <laughs> angry than you were <laughs> <laughs> right. uh so yeah he's uh she said well you know they keep talking about the pastor Cal session. Keep talking about. It. I think. I think the thing in this pastor Cal session is, if Cal hadn't have asked, "Are you done?" I don't mm-hmm. think they would have been done. I think he kind of pushed them mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and she was just asking to not live with him, right? Or was that just Gina? No, that, that um, was Gina. Okay, no, so yeah. okay, okay. This was, but he after... didn't even suggest that. I mean, he didn't mm-hmm. even suggest. Yeah. How would you feel if you, I mean, they're not, they're, they're not looking for creative solutions. They want to keep the couples together 24-7 where all the cameras are. Yeah, but this was after three days of Mac and Dom having no contact. This was their first mm-hmm. meeting since that three days they had not seen each other. True. Uh, that is true. So maybe, maybe Cal was just like, yeah, let's just call it. Yeah. Uh, so Kev asked them, so can we, can we guys just be friends? And uh, Dom and Mac confirmed that they, they can be friends. We moved to then about Kev to ask him about Mac's date with Gina. And he says, you know, there's so much chemistry there. And I said, again, what are, what are you watching? There's no chemistry there at all. Uh, you know, Dom says, you know, I think he and Gina would have made a great match uh, themselves. 
and Kev, more delusional Kev, was like, well, well, you two were a great match. What, what happened there? Like, stop it. Just stop Remember, it. we talked about it last week. Kevin only watched the premiere Apparently. and the honeymoon, so and then he hung it up for the season. <laughs> Dom, uh, Dom says she does have, she does, she is dating. She has a little boo-boo. I was like, oh, let, where does it hurt? Let me put a band-aid on it, your boo-boo. <laughs> but they aren't exclusive. Um, Kev asked what they learned. Dom has learned to ask more questions and to be more vulnerable. And Mac has learned to be a better communicator and to work. Mac has patients. learned nothing. Mac has learned nothing. Mac has learned nothing. What's good. that? I said he does look good though. He looked good. That's what it was like. He was a little bit more mm-hmm. confident than we saw him mm-hmm. during the season. And but okay. then it was like airing on the side of like, does he think he's too good to be here? Like rapping mm-hmm. like it's so long ago. I'm over this. Am, am I too like? Does anyone remember that like uh, character Richie Rich uh, from back oh, in the day? Uh, duh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Mac is a grown up Richie Rich. <laughs> just feel like this. He does have the Yeah. Yeah. Lore is that of a grown up Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, the, suit, the suit is cheap, but he's wearing it pretty well. I'll give that to him. Yeah. Or like I have to look up. Richie I think it's Cassie. worth. I think. Uh, I think it's worse. I think the suit is not cheap, but it looks like a cheap suit. Oh God, that's horrendous. Hmm. See, I was yeah. two when Richie Rich came. Okay, out. Asian. Okay. Oh, oh, you're so young. We oh. can. <laughs> so I had to look it up. Uh, okay. So thanks, Jason, for being flexible. I had a package that they just left on outside for the taking. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, it, I'm a. Uh, had to go get it. It was a. Did not want to. wasn't just a, like a simple Amazon package. What expensive piece of china have you ordered? This <laughs> <time>? <laughs> oh, a patio set. Oh, of course. Hey, I had. Hey, I don't have anything to sit on out there. I need something to sit on. All, on all your acreage, you have nothing to sit on. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's my current project is working on my patio. Um. So we had Gina and Mac, as if we needed them. The only reason I think we would have needed a section with them is if they are together. But right. we find out that they it's as if they have they there's been no other date since their first date. <laughs> it's been <laughs> and five they need, months since they had that date. Right. Like what is what is going on? And Kevin well, he's immediately in Michigan, or Michigan or however you say that state. <laughs> he's yeah. in a state. He's in a yeah. state. And also she's too much woman for him. I'm sorry. Too much. Oh, I like Gina. Gina. I've always been unapologetically pro Gina. Yeah. Wow. I'm a fan of Gina as well. I've been hard on Mm -hmm. Gina this season. (laughs) Um, I've been deservedly hard on Gina this season. (laughs) (laughs) There's a there's a division. (sighs) Yeah. It's just again, they is a bad match. Like it's just a bad Mm -hmm. match. Yeah. Well, he 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 doesn't he doesn't he deserves to go into a cage and never never be with other people ever again but that's oh Oh, no oh oh from the start and and you know rangers everywhere were embarrassed to to have him (laughs) as our as part of our tribe (laughs) (laughs) yuck so um so basically when they sit down kevin all of a sudden y'all look great together you were just saying he looked great with dom what are you talking about this man's eyes checked (laughs) get his eyes checked the reason exactly. it's unexplainable chemistry is you can't explain it because it's not there. Yeah. 
So they decide to recap. They're just like basically trying to see, like, has it been there all along? They go all the way back to the honeymoon about him, uh, or Mac saying that Gina was attractive. And, you know, did you like, do you feel like you were wrong for saying that? And like, how do you think Clint felt? And it was just like, it it was unpacking unnecessary things. We find out that Mac sent Gina a fire emoji on one of her stories. Didn't get any traction. So then he asked about her friend because technically like she was still married at the time. And uh, so there was nothing much there. And so that's why they felt open to like try something once her marriage was over. Then we get into like what they're attracted to about each other. And it's the same stuff we heard from the date. They, They just keep comparing like it's all like it's all statements of what they didn't feel in their married at first sight marriage. And uh, so, of course, Kevin asked, will there be a second date? She's like, well, like, you know, they, they say that they talk um, and then he wants to take her out in a couple of weeks. He'll be back in Nashville. I just, <laughs> I just don't think Mac is into this. I, I really don't. I don't either. Mac is like, because Gina's like, because uh, Kev asked and she's like, well, I talked to Mac, intimating that it's the balls in Mac's court. She's mm-hmm. asked for the date. Mac's like, oh, yeah, I'll get to we'll it. We'll see. And, we'll and Mac's see. like, Gina, Gina loves a phone call. Like, she loves to keep me up on the phone for hours, and I don't like it. Uh, yeah, they say they talk a good bit. So apparently they're talking on the phone, texting or whatever. And uh, then Gina's like, maybe it could be married at second sight, which isn't the first time we heard that this episode. Mm-hmm. And then, and this is where Kevin's like, "Why don't you go out to dinner tonight again?" Like, <laughs> yeah, y'all in the same place now. Like, got that second dinner in, got that bonus. <laughs> That's the only reason that we're getting aware of they now to follow up from Kevin's request on this episode. <laughs> so much setup. Exactly. Uh, um. So yeah, then we got the guy section. Yeah, what what I entitled in my notes just the bros. <laughs> uh, and this was just a whole lot of nothing. Um, we get the confirmation that, yeah, we still hang out together. We're just like brothers. And we find out that uh, Clint actually had all the guys minus Mac because Mac is in Michigan. Uh, he had all the guys on his sailboat. He talked a little bit about sailing. Uh, you know, they, he said uh, that just like him. While sailing, um, they come to <laughs> Eris. Is Eris? You talked about sex a lot, but you ended up with no sexier marriage. Uh, did that surprise mm-hmm. you? He says, "Yeah, it did." I was wishing that we had sex, but I didn't want to mislead Jasmine into thinking that you know I was into it more than she was. It's like, all right, there he goes um, again. Yeah, we get we get another flashback to Clint talking about clearing a rocket launch for when he had sex after decision. It's oh, like, how many times do we need to see this clip? This is like the fourth <laughs> time we've seen this clip in the, the show. The way they love the it. way a couple of these men talk about sex is so repulsive, and it's so borderline violent. What you're mm. going to do to someone's back? It it, it, it is. <laughs> It's repulsive, and the fact that they feel comfortable saying it on camera and have each other clicking their fingers in joy at these disgusting images—it just—I just—I despair. I despair. I mean, I like men, but not these ones. <laughs> Damn, Sarah, tell us how you really feel. That's how yeah. I really feel. But uh, Clinton Harris, in particular. They talk so much about sex and how fantastic they are. And I, I want her to say harder, faster, put my leg here. I actually wonder about their prowess. That's all I have to say. 
<laughs> a lot of, a lot of <laughs> big talk, not a lot of action to back it up, I don't mm-hmm. think. Correct. Um, so uh, we then get to the topic of the whole Kirsten asking Shaq to buy her a house talk. Oh, and... when this came up, I was like, <laughs> give it a break. Why are we Just talking say yes. about this? Just say yes. Bro, sure. We have to get all I'll the guys. I'll buy you too. I'll buy you yeah, we had to get all the guys input and it's you know just kind of the way you would think everybody's kind of backing up Shaq and it's like yeah that was wrong how she handled that I, I, I like how you handled that Shaq and Kev says uh, Shaq, is like, it, should, it should be it's a, it's a partnership so it should be equal yeah 60-40 at least the man side <laughs> okay uh, Kev asked Shaq so do you think there's even a little bit of a possibility that Kirsten was joking as <laughs> I maintain she was that whole time Thing. That was all a joke. <laughs> yeah, he says, "Yeah, I think she was joking about the three million dollar house, but I think the fact that she wants me to buy a house for her was real." And Shaq says, "You know, I should have just like thrown it back at her, said you buy the house and I'll be on the deed." I said, "I said, why? Why did you say that? That was <laughs> right. The throwing it back like, at her would have been like, yeah, I'll get you a house. Like, tell me what you want." Like, well, no, like not saying the same uh, exact thing back to her. That's not a yeah. comeback, Shaq. <laughs> hey, I'll buy you. Th- I'll buy you three. I'll buy you four. You know? So terrible. Yeah. Um, and and I mean, you know, buying a house, you're just it's just putting your name on a loan. Like honestly. <laughs> you're buying a debt. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> buying the debt. Yeah. I wish someone had press Shaq a little more and be like, so what is what is your idea of a traditional marriage that you want, Shaq? Because I right. feel like in Shaq's ideal marriage, he would be buying the house, he would be okay. making the house payments. So the fact that Kirsten asked for exactly that, I think it was in the way she asked it was his problem, but I wish he would be honest with what his expectations are and what he is expecting. Cause I think that's what he is expecting and that's what they gave him and Kirsten. So I don't know. Um, exactly. We, you can't want all of the traditional wife stuff, but not want to do the traditional husband stuff. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it's, it's like, it's, it's the pure fact that she had the expectation and mm-hmm. that he thought she had the expectation that he's and like, that she, and that she actually voiced it. And yeah. he, yes. you know, he wants to be the one to voice things. Not what her. are you doing? Speaking up. Yeah. <laughs> Get a and then he, had that, he had that very mature uh, comeback when she said, Oh, I know people whose husbands by the way, well, why don't you marry them then? Yeah. The conversation. And I, I'm going to say yes on decision day and you're not. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the conversation turns to the Gina and Mac of it all, of course, because that is the one top, the, like the second topic behind <sighs> Kirsten and Shaq that we can only talk about. We can only talk about those Sorry. two things, Gina and Mac and Kirsten and Shaquille. Uh, so Kev asked, so was this a violation of the bro code that Mac and Gina are going out? Couldn't says, no, it's fine. It was after D day. Uh, so, you know, no problem there. Um, so that that was pretty much it. Clint confirms Chris says no it hard. wasn't like married at first at second sight. This, <laughs> this, that was Chris's line in like the the last decision day post decision day episode. Like Chris, relax, bro, relax. Yeah. We know we we got your joke. We we understand it. These men um, are more worried about respecting each other than they are about respecting the women. This is oh, I, you know, I respect and oh, I didn't want to lose respect and oh, I respect. It's like where's that respect for the women that you were married to? Most yeah. of you. Um, we the talk turns to what's happening in the DMs because that's what we have to talk about every <laughs> every reunion, every after party. What are the DMs like? Uh, Shaq says, "Hey, someone asked me if they could lick my bald head. Someone wants to drink uh. Max bath water. He got offered trips. Um, Clint has gotten Clint's gotten a lot of support and compliments, and says, you know, a lot of women asking uh, to go out sailing. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that was that was the that was the break. Well, he off. says he says those uh, that he got those DMs. You can say oh, anything. Sarah, you can say Sarah, anything. Sarah, Sarah hates Clint. Sarah, Sarah hates oh, Clint. I, I, from <laughs> the moment I laid my innocent eyes upon him, and my innocent ears were assaulted by his oh. voice, I have been repulsed by him, and oh, that no. loathing continues to this day. Oh, do you, I mean, do you, this? Do you want to get it out now? Like, we're no, not going to have a big. No, no, we're not going to have a good Clint segment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So we then get the experts to come on out uh, to answer for their many crimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, to try and justify. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they come out. Kevin turns to Pia and says, so Pia, how's it been? Because, uh, I mean, just to mark the occasion, this is Cal, Pepper, and Pia that have come out, not just Cal and Pepper themselves. Mm-hmm. And to kind of fast forward a little bit to the uh, season, to next season preview, it looks like Pia is officially joining the permanent experts panel because uh, in that clip, we got, you know, the whole little uh, preseason preamble that usually has for the last couple seasons been only Cal and Pepper. Now Pia is joining them and she's out here now with them as an official expert. So looks like Pia is going to be the permits. I don't know if that means Devon Franklin has been officially shown the door uh, or if he'll pop up, but Pia has gotten that third, 
that coveted third spot. Here's a celebration. That was not coming in. It's like yeah, a dance party. I, I, I didn't hear it. You know, like, I get, I get I'm not getting celebration from that. I know. It's called Dance Pop. Yeah, Pia. We're so happy for you. The other guy, was he on the show? He was on for an episode. Devon Franklin. Yeah, he was. He did one episode. Making good checks. <laughs> Yep. But uh, yes, doc, I'm so glad Dr. P has joined. I guess they had to have the trial run to make sure she understood the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I think yeah. she'll be a great addition and maybe we'll actually get to see, uh, you know, her have a couple of visits with the couples. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so yeah, she talks about how great it's been to put her, their, all their brains together uh, to come up with these matches. Um, okay, so, so so guys, how how hard is it to make these matches? And they begin to kind of <laughs> justify. So listen, you have a lot of variables that go into these matches. We have to try it's to get so them, scientific. To, yeah, uh-huh. we have to get people who have never seen each other to have enough in common to help each other grow. And it's really tough. Cal says, "Listen, it's it's not enough to want to be married. You have to actually put in the work. And desire is not enough. The differences come out, and to have that desire and passion to stick it through is how you'll be successful." Kev asked, so how do you guys feel about how Nashville went? <laughs> Cal says, uh, listen, we're happy with the successes. I mean, success, only one. Uh, but he is disappointed about the lack of commitment that a lot of these people had to stick it out. And he, said, and he says, it's not a happy time. <laughs> okay, it's a little dark. But you know right. what they need? Because we go back and forth about this all the time, every season. Like, what needs to change in order to get more success? They need people who are desperate to be married. <laughs> like, like Nicole and Chris. Nicole and Chris. Yeah, like yeah. Chris. I feel like the desperation yes. will make them be like, okay, th- I may not like this, but I really want to, I just want to stay married. I'll make it work. Because it's acceptable. It's acceptable. Yeah. This, this person yeah, is acceptable to me. Right. Because otherwise. Let's shoot for settling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's shoot for settling. Let's get yes. all let's get all 39 year olds who have tried for 39 TikTok. years. Yeah, Not the heiress 39, 39 year olds. Get oh, them that's away. True. That's true. Clint is I mean, 40. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No amount of desperation or th- this didn't <laughs> half of these. These did not fail because of lack of gumption. The, there were fundamental differences yes. in each one of the failing couples, ex- except for maybe Jasmine and Eris. In a sense, like theirs was kind of more shallow because Eris is immature and he couldn't get over her being not a hoe that he's used to, clearly. <laughs> um, his type. I'm sorry, his type. Uh, I feel like you're saying um, what I wanted to say last week, but I didn't oh, that's what I, 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 I got what you were putting down, Jason. Mm-hmm. I, I got what you, <laughs> you were putting down. You picked it right up. Yeah, I did. I did. And so, the, there are the fundamental differences. Like, y'all messed up. I'm sorry. The experts messed this season up to high heaven. It's their fault. And I don't blame any of these people for walking away. It, well, Shaq, to, it was but, Shaq's fault in that one. It was Shaq's fault in that one. Everybody else yes. was <laughs> I mean, they're, 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 you know, tooting the line that they got all the matches exactly right. And it was mm-hmm. the people in the matches' fault that the matches exactly. didn't work. It's like, well, then you didn't get the matches right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, did, did, I'm sorry. Have I come on here and said what I think that why Gina and Clint didn't work? Even if you again, didn't say it again. 
maybe I'm shaking the table here. I, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm shaking the table here. I'm going to say why I think all, all of the couples that didn't work. And it, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be good. First, of course, Gina, Gina and Mac didn't work because like Sarah said, Mac was not from uh, Nashville. Do you, do you mean clearly. Dom and Dom? And Sorry, Dom, Dom, and Dom, Dom and Mac. Dom and Mac, Dom and Mac mm-hmm. didn't work because he wasn't from Nashville. Uh, Gina and Clint didn't work to me. I, I don't know. This is pure speculation. Okay. But to me, that. it felt like they were on different sides of the political party. And Gina is just oh. too much of like she she's just not one of those women who's going to put up with that. And I feel that was a fundamental difference that she could not get over. So you're saying um, that Clint may be conservative in a way? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Not. I don't think he's one of those. Not. Not. I not conservative. Conservative. But like, <laughs> let's say Republican Democrat. Like Clint may have been Republican. Gina Democrat in a way. Clint comes from money. Clint comes from old money. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And I just don't think I. No matter how nice of a guy he is, you know, I think G- Gina's beliefs. Because I I remember some there was something earlier in the season where, where it was Gina when was they went on that about, road trip to Jamaica. Yes, yes, and I was on that a lot. Yes, yes, exactly. I I think th- they just didn't align like that. And then. Eris and Jasmine, yeah, Eris is just used to dating uh, very sexually open women, like you guys said last week, and just just not Jasmine, at least not Jasmine on camera. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just think, you know, I, yeah, they weren't they weren't going to match sexually, and so that's all Eris cared about. So that's that's it. And I and I do y'all think they kind of did something a little bit that one night, and it wasn't like up to par, and then he shut hmm. it down. Oh, I definitely wouldn't be surprised Ooh. at that at all. I feel That's like an interesting theory because he was he wanted it. He wanted it, mm-hmm. and I feel like maybe a little something something happened, and, and then, then he it was switched like, it oh, up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because it was a hard stop. Yeah, come on, and it's Eris. He is definitely that <laughs> right. type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, or or he I mean, tried my... something, or he tried something, and it was rebuffed, and that was you know that brought forth the, the the conversation they had about mm-hmm. why he wasn't attracted. Maybe he wanted to do something and she didn't want to do something, whatever that yeah. may be. And mm-hmm. that, that's what turned him off. I think that's definitely a part, could be a part of this. Yeah, he was, was always very careful <laughs> to say that she was attracted to him and he wasn't attracted to her. Mm-hmm. And I think it was her polish and poise that uh, <laughs> meant that she let him say it. Could you yes. imagine if he was with like Alexis? <sighs> From San Diego, she would have told him off on so many occasions. I think oh. they would have gotten along. That's not like a bad story. Alexis and be like this. Well, true, true. I'm saying if he had the same reaction as Jasmine, as he did with Jasmine. But you're right. If you're taking Alexis for Alexis. She would have put it, she would have aired out all the dirty laundry. She said, okay, he don't want to say it, I'll say it. <laughs> That's what Alexis would have done. But I think she put it beautifully. And yes, it was, it was a polished answer, but just because you're eloquent doesn't mean it's not true. She said three times, Oh, we prepared for this experience differently. And I thought yes. that she not listen to these women when they tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. We prepared for it differently. He was having sex 10 days before the wedding. You know mm-hmm. 10 days before the wedding that you're getting married. Mm-hmm. You know? 
You know, you know that you've applied. You know that you've been in the casting process, and they yes. told you because you had two they weeks before the wedding, all the way, yeah, and then two days. weeks before the wedding, you're getting married. And t- yeah, so well, I, I think and, the two weeks was a roundup. I don't think that when they told him he was definitely getting married, I don't think he had sex after that point. I'll give him a little credit. They said even so taking up for Eris. I'm not taking up for Eris. I just think that he was having sex like the day before he found out. Whatever the whatever the date, it was a mindset that she was talking yeah. about. Yeah. In the yeah. pre, in the preparation, we prepared differently. Yeah. But it also to me carries forward in that and we have different ideas about about what this is going to be. I think Yeah, and the mm-hmm. fact is you're having a lot of interviews to get down to the final cut. At that time, he knew he was in heavy contention for a spot. So that, that's right. still not an excuse. Mm-hmm. He was in the final 20, maybe. Yeah, like Dr. Like, Pepper or Pastor Cow would have had visited his apartment before yeah. he right. found out he was if you're, if you're on camera getting a uh, house visited by Dr. Pepper, you know that you're in heavy contention for it. And mm-hmm. for him to still be effing around at that point was definitely a, a bad look. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, from the before the time that you're told that you're in, you there's a whole period where you know you might be in like let alone the period before when you've applied and you're hopeful just saying yeah yeah totally don't ask me any questions um <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh you know so kevin talks to the experts is basically he says okay now to bring out your biggest failure of the season <laughs> dom and mac <laughs> dom and mac come out uh you know so, Kev, so, so, doc, so, guys, what did you think of when you were matching these two couples? Kev says, listen, we had the vision that you guys were two young and ambitious people that would really fight for this. Cal talks about how the pressure will bring out the best or the worst in you and it really brought out the worst in them. And they made a rash decision. And if they would have stuck it out, they would have seen some of the positives that, you know, led them to match them together. Uh, Max says, you know, coming into this, I told Dom to tell me things she didn't like about me, and she definitely did that, and I definitely regretted it. <laughs> uh, Dom says, uh, it's, it's like I talked about you or attacked your character. It's like, I, was, I wasn't that bad, was I? And everybody on the panels, oh, yeah, actually, yes. you were pretty bad. <laughs> so, which seems to really surprise her that, you know, she came off, you know, as bad as she did. Um, so you know yeah which i think is interesting because that like she came off how she meant it to matt but i think she thought she was hiding it well mm-hmm, or presenting yeah. a different version of herself so she's like dang y'all peep that okay and maybe didn't realize that we saw the confessionals where she was a little more truthful than than she was mm-hmm. to max face exactly um, so pepper says you know I heard a lot of criticisms, Dom, that you leveled at Mac, and I really wanted to tell you not to do that and to let it evolve. Uh, in my notes, I said, you could have. You're an expert. <laughs> <laughs> you had the access. I just and, wanted to reach through the screen and tell you, <laughs> get it together. And, and Pepper says, and Mac, I wanted to tell you to stand up for yourself and to draw some boundaries, but you guys never really tried to talk and collaborate on what you could do together. Do you think that before a couple gives up, they should go have to go through the gauntlet of every expert to try and work it out? Or do you think they should just let them walk away? Like, because it seemed like, as I said earlier, Cal kind of, in a way, pushed them to to the, even before the three days that they didn't see each other. I think after that first day, you don't see each other. There should be a a meeting with each expert. Yeah, Yeah, like one-on-one. Yeah. Because I think uh, three days without any contact is crazy. 
Yeah, in an eight-week experiment. You only have so many so days. how are you working anything out if you're not seeing each other? Because they got into a big Take fight, a right? And then yeah. Dom was saying that Mac was... They didn't bring it up here at the reunion, but didn't she say like he acted different when the cameras were off or something like that? Yeah, she's like he was talking. He was talking big and bad about telling Pastor Cal about himself, Uh, Mm -hmm. but he did. Max says that's not really true. Um, Dom says yes. The Nashville thing is really what caused her to react out of fear. Um, Cal's like, well, you guys, you see each other's value now. We were hoping that you would see that from the jump. I didn't get that they see each other's value now. I didn't. I didn't know what he was talking about. (laughs) They bully that girl into crying, man. I was like. Y'all, this is this is too much. It's over. It's done. Why are we beating the dead horse here with the two of them? They're like, I want to make sure you feel bad about taking someone else's place who would have stayed married. Right. (laughs) It's not like she picked herself. Yeah. Well, the experts are like, I want to make sure you understand this is your fault and not our fault. (laughs) 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 Who do you blame for this? Mac? Okay, good. It's, it's not, not us. us. Not us. <laughs> We're going to make you admit that we matched you well. Right. Um, yeah, Dom does start crying. She says, I, I really came into this wanting it to work, and it's hard to fail. It weighs heavy on her heart. Mm-hmm. And to see the way that she was respond- she was responding makes her sad. And they try and pep, uh, they try and pep Dom. I says, listen, you, you can only grow from this failure. Um, you know, Dom is surprised. Dom is at this point surprised that she has real feelings and is a real person. What is coming out of my eyes? (laughs) Is tears or just oil? I don't know. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Kev pretty much uh, says thank you for coming (laughs) and says you know the experts are always here to help. What? What was that? (laughs) This was when Pastor Cal was like. When she was like, oh, what what am I doing? He's like, this is called humanity. And it's part of growing <laughs> up. It's You're like, a real girl now. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, curse a lot on this podcast, but I, I was like, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the experts are always here to help. Get out of here. The experts are never here to help. In what world? As, as Rob Sister Nino would say, since when? Since when? <laughs> I mean, I think I do think they probably have access to some kind of, you know, talk therapy or something like well, that. Well, that's what but they call the producers. Be, it's not going to yeah. be those. It's not going to be those experts. Yeah, Montre is their talk therapy, <laughs> and Montre. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Montre is licensed to any kind of uh, talk therapy, but they call their producers or talk therapy basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No conflict of interest there. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we. <laughs> We drag Kirsten and Shaq back out for some more brow beating, some more bullying. Kirsten was like, Kirsten was shuffling in. She's like, please don't make me come out here. Like, get out there. Like, it's like backstage, like a cattle fry. You want to get your ass out there. Montre is holding her arm. Get out there, girl. Get out there. (laughs) So, Shaq and Kirsten come out. They uh, they confirm they did not plan this whole uh, gold and mustard yellow. Ensemble <laughs> matching they did or whatever. Um, Kev talks about how you know I really, really see hope with you with you guys now. <laughs> it's, it's almost as if they think they've built a fire. They want to kind of stoke it up. Everybody, everybody, breathe on Kirsten Shack. Let's get this flame going. They're like, um, you've had thirty minutes to sit on this. We need an update. 
Yeah. Right. Oh, it was so icky. They kept yes. saying, "But is that the answer? Well, what's the answer?" They're like, they're like, they started like, "Oh, we're friends." But what's the answer? Okay, maybe we'll try. Okay, but what's the answer? Like, we're it, dating. Like, <laughs> we actually got weird. married again. Back, back we today. tore up the divorce papers. <laughs> I'm gonna have Shaq impregnate me tonight. Okay, everybody cool with that now? Everybody good? Uh, Dr. Pepper tells him, you know, we were surprised that uh, Shaq, you said no. And she she asked Kirsten, so he says that you were not, he was not good enough for you. Did you feel that way? Kirsten says, no, of course not. I affirmed him so much that he was enough. But I understand how he felt that way with some of the stuff that I said. And But if we had talked more, we could have got past that. Pepper says, well, why not start it back up again? What's the problem? Why does everything have to be past tense? <laughs> you can still make this work. Well, Shaq it's certainly says, tense. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, Shaq says, yeah, we just need to really get past what we've gone through to move forward. But at this point, I'll just be happy we can at least be friends. It's like, no, no friends. Married. You must be husband and wife. It's ridiculous. Cal says, well, Kirsten, you know, do you, or, let's ask you, do you see a possibility for more? Kirsten says, you know, at this point, I'm just lost for words. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if he's being genuine. I want to be sure that he is. And I just don't want him saying what people want. What, I don't want him saying what people want to hear from him. Yeah. Kev says, listen, Kirsten has been really hurt by you, Shaq. And, uh, you know, Kirsten starts, you know, crying a little bit. And everybody's like, oh, Kirsten, it's okay not to be fine. But it's not okay to say you don't want to date Shaq anymore. Let's make that clear. <laughs> That's um, not acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Cal says, someone here needs to initiate between the two of you. And to put out in clear terms what is or what is not happening uh they say that you know curses and how you know somebody say, already I really, has somebody <laughs> yeah, it happened already cal says curse how somebody's. would you feel how would you feel if shaq said that he really wanted this she says oh that would make me feel pretty great cal says <laughs> dude like literally just dude to shaq like just like come on man and uh, Pepper says, listen, Shaq, you're going to have to step up and make the first move because you, you are the one that said no. So you're going to have to be the one to really drive this. He's uh, like, okay. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Shaq says, I'm just not sure how to make the first move and to tell her that I really want her in my life. And they're like, dummy, you just <laughs> did it. <laughs> That's it's what you have to say. He doesn't. They're forcing right. him into a decision. He made his decision. They're constantly trying to talk him out of it. And it's mm-hmm. and he, he's, it's still not good enough for them. And he says, "Well, listen, I'll I will work on on my end." And they're like, oh, "Come on, you, this is still not good enough, Shaq. You have to tell her that you want to marry her again. You want to be with her for the rest of your life. Come on, Shaq, do it." <laughs> he he tells Kirsten, "Listen, I apologize for hurting you and not thinking of your feelings. I want to fix what needs to be fixed and figure out what our relationship looks like." Kirsten says, oh, "We'll see how things go." Uh, she does feel like there's something there, and hopefully they can make it stay there. Oh. Cal has just had enough. He's He has done his patented Cal glasses takeoff, <laughs> and he is just stressed and exhausted. <laughs> he put this on himself. Mm-hmm, for sure. Pia says, uh, listen, you guys need to plainly say what you need to repair this. Kirsten tells Shaq she needs to know how he feels about her because she is not to be played with. She doesn't have time for all the emotions. She doesn't want to be all over the place. And she needs to hear that he wants to work it out. It's not one foot in. It's not one foot out. It's 100% true. 
everyone is satisfied they have beaten down Kirsten and Shaq enough. Which, how is this, like, if if anything, if I were Kirsten, this would be my answer. I literally just made it plain to you. If you want to do this, be all in, make the decision, because I don't want to hang around. This was, this was the, the, the alley-oop. If he did want to be with her, to have the slam dunk. Okay, Kirsten, I want to give us a fair chance. I was, I do really regret my decision. I want to make this work. This would have been his opportunity to plead his case. It more um, wouldn't have been a more perfect opportunity than after she said that. But instead, he was like, "Yeah, all right." I mean, and he, he keeps saying, "Like, I mean, if we're friends, cool. If we're more <laughs> than that, like, don't don't stop saying that. If you really want to get back together with her, say." You want to get back together with her? I That's honestly what makes me feel like he doesn't. I think he does. I just don't, I just think he has no tools. He has no no game awareness. <laughs> he has nothing. No riz. No riz, <laughs> no riz. as the kids say. Um, Asia, fitting that you were the one to sort of say that on the on this on the panel of old fogies. My that brother know Richie Rich is. It's just um, my brother. Okay, sure. Um, so yeah, Curse and Shaq leave. Kev thanks the experts for being there. Uh, says, "Listen, guys, the, the the experts make the matches. It's up for them to make it to make it work." I was like, okay, Kev, keep keep touting that line. Keep touting yeah, the party line. It's the party line, right? Yeah. yeah, tell the party line. I a session of waterboarding would have been less torturous than that <laughs> session with Kirsten yep. and Shaq. Like, mm-hmm. it was I a crime. It them. was a crime. It was a crime. Let's yeah, get our biggest great. disappointment. Oh my god. <laughs> How many magnifying glasses? <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero. Investigate the true crime of this season. My God. Mm-hmm. Um, so in our in our last like kind of segment for the episode, we get the whole gang back together again. All five couples are out on the stage. We just uh, needed this. <laughs> yeah, we get into the Dom and Clint kiss. Uh, Clint says, listen, the challenge was if we both hit it, we don't have to kiss. But if we both miss, we have to kiss. I said, okay. That was not Asia's, I said, Asia's going to flip. Asia, <laughs> I remember at, at that episode, you were like, that doesn't make any sense. Why are they kiss if they both make it? They would kiss if they both missed. So I, what is the real story here? Who knows? Did you go back and look? No, because I remember we were oh. talking about it. We were like, why would the, the bet be if they make it? They kiss. That doesn't make right, sense. Right. It makes no sense. Right. But now here they're saying a different story that they only were to kiss if they both missed. That's not how the show showed it. Did I hear wrong? No, because I. No, I you heard it too. Okay. Yeah, I heard the same yeah? exact thing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because it, it so, was definitely like a. That made no sense. But maybe they're, you know, lying. they're not watching the show and taking notes. So. But also, well, like, why, why is it a thing to kiss in a bar? Why is it a thing? I don't know. I'm just trying to get it. I don't get it. They, they were all very drunk, so maybe Your they just. Friends I was, yeah, I didn't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dom says, "Yeah, I always pay my debts, uh, but there's nothing sneaky going on." They're like, yeah, we we know. Uh, we talked to Nicole, who is christened Nicole Cronkite, uh, because she has to lead every conversation. We see all the flashbacks where Nicole interjects herself into every single couple. She says, "You know, it's just my personality. Uh, you know, someone had to do it." AKA the producers made one of us do it. So I just <laughs> took the bullet. Um, she says, if, if I don't do it, we don't get anywhere. And you know, it's just me. Nicole is just being Nicole. Like uh, the experts aren't here. Yeah. Eris <laughs> says, uh, you know, in the beginning, I felt a lot of smoke from Nicole, but uh, Shaq says, you know, she did it out of love. It's fine. She's all good. But, but at times we had to be like, Chris, 
Come get your wife. Ugh. That, oh, uh, <laughs> I knew that. I knew, I knew that. I, I wonder if you, yes, that's when I knew that this was revenge. That's when I knew Jason wants to punish me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, never. Okay, everybody within the sound of my voice, never say that. Never. Okay, Whether like, it be Chris, wife, did you husband, give Nicole? Boy, yeah, yeah. Don't. Chris, did you give Nicole permission to speak? <laughs> oh. <laughs> would you would you now compel her to stop speaking? It's like don't don't do that. Don't do that. Um, Chris, yeah. shut your wife up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin talks to uh, Nicole. I mean, Chris as if he could. Like, don't yeah. don't say it anyway. But yeah, for sure. As if he could. Uh, talk turns to Nicole and Chris about being the first of the group to consummate their marriage. Nicole says, "Yeah, they had they had their moment. and They were the first, but it's not like they were eager to share about their about their sex life. But that's just kind of what happens in this process." Um, and we get a, a very interesting s- a segment where Kevin says, "Well, you guys were upfront about it, but some people chose to lie about it." And we get a never before seen moment with uh, the girls really confronting Kirsten about lying about when she and Shaq consummated. Uh, Jasmine, Jasmine, I like Jasmine. She was real fired up about it. Yeah, uh, this was funny. This, this was the really funniest funny. never before seen clip. Yes. Yeah, again, I would have loved to see it inside the episode. I think it would have been a fun thing to see, but I don't know why we couldn't get it. Maybe yeah, it's an get- hour and a half. They just didn't know what to do. They were like, how do we cut this down? We had to get yet another confessional that says the same thing three times. Uh, we couldn't get that, that instead. Uh, yeah, the girls are all talking about, you know, Kirsten saying that Shaq needs to put on some R&B, get some candles. And that's all Shaq needs to do. So all of them were all texting Shaq, telling him he needs to do this and that. But Shaq's just like, I'm over here just taking bullets. I'm just kind of taking it. I had enough of it. I had to reveal that we had actually consummated. <laughs> but so... In the show, they said what? They had only slept together like what? Once or three times? No, at that point, they said they hadn't slept together at all. Yeah. No, no, no. But once they confirmed it, I thought Uh, thought they said they had only done it like a few times, right? It wasn't confirmed. We had our suspicions that they had done it for a couple times and maybe hadn't done it for a while by the end of the episode. Right. Uh, That's what I remember you you guys. Yeah, it was never confirmed how many times they'd actually done it. So they could have been like doing it and Kev turns to Kirsten and says Kirsten now tell the whole group about what you talked to the experts about I was like why why are we forcing Kirsten to tell them about what, Producers, what just come happened? get your host <laughs> <laughs> so Kirsten says yes uh, the experts said that if we want to continue this we really need to be uh, intentional we need to be specific about what we want if we if we want this Shaq says, yeah, I just at least I want to be friends at least. Kev pushes him and says, no, Shaq, what do you really want? <laughs> Shaq says, I want them both. I want us both to be happy. But the question is if we can be happy together. Nicole, who is an interesting voice of reason here, says, listen, you just have to let them do their thing. Do not pressure them. They will tell us when they are ready to get back together if that is indeed what's going to happen. <laughs> um, we then get a clip from Kevin about uh, a never before seen clip of Jasmine and Eris doing impersonations of the rest of the cast, which I'm not sure if I would call this impersonations. This is more of like a ventriloquist act. Ventriloquist, yeah. yeah which and is they interesting. Did, of one Jasmine, of the cast. Yeah, Jasmine did mention that on After mm-hmm. Party one After week. Party. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. that, that they wanted, that was their talent. Their talent. And that they, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, it's it's Eris putting Jasmine on his lap, which is really the most kind of sexual like content they 
they got mm-hmm. all season. And Eris does the voices. He did the voice of Clint and uh, talked about final shirts, making up big words. Pretty funny. Uh, he then does Kirsten talking about how private she is, not wanting to talk to anybody about whether or not she has sex or not. I, th- I thought it was actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. Ke- yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Ke- uh, Kevin puts Eris on the spot. This is, listen, you got, got any other new impersonations? And Eris is like, no, 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 I'm good. And he talks about how they, they were going to do it for the talent show at the retreat, but ended up not doing it. Uh, Shaq, who is just so unfunny that's um, uh, <laughs> so we're, we're gonna do the same that's thing Kirsten, get on my lap. lap yeah and he does some dumb material about Eris not having sex during his uh during his marriage saying how but i'm a virgin of- in my own marriage yeah, i'm a virgin in my own marriage i was making fun of christian being a virgin but i was virgin to my own marriage <laughs> oh, really terrible really terrible and they're laughing. Uh, I'm like, y'all, why are y'all trying to make him feel better? Yeah. <laughs> really trying to keep his spirits up, I guess. Uh, now, in one of the best segments, best clips of this episode, we see a package of Clint and Hank just being together as dog dad and dog son. I, I know, Asia, you're, you're still, you probably still wiping up the tears. <laughs> so I will say I did watch it twice. Because okay, um, <laughs> I watched the episode live, and then this happened, I was like, "Wait, I really need to soak that in." <laughs> but the fact that there wasn't a dry, dry eye in the room, you would have yeah. thought like they would have had this energy towards somebody's relationship not working or somebody's <laughs> love. But no, this Gina was crying. Uh, Nicole, Jasmine, even Clint, Clint. Yep. Clint. <laughs> But it was so cute because they really did create a bond. And but this is the thing about bonding with your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife's family and friends and dogs because when it doesn't work out, you lose that relationship. Uh-huh. I mean, some relationships that have broken up, you mourn their mother because you got on with them or their friend that you can't see anymore. And although I will not bend on my loathing of this man, I, this was an absolute tragedy because there are some dogs, other people's dogs, who, I mean, I like all dogs, but there are some dogs that, I mean, I flew to Adelaide when I knew that a particular dog was about to go over the Rainbow Bridge and he spent the, the night on the on the bed with me. I flew to another state to say goodbye to a dog because this dog was so important to me. So I I think it was tragic because he did become in love with this dog and had a genuine relationship with him and is, you know, and they said, oh, you're going to get your own dog? It's like, no, he wants Hank. He wants Hank. He wants, yeah. Yeah. He wants <laughs> Hank and he, and he can't have Hank and he can't have Hank in the way that you need, you know, to, to be with it, to be with the dog you love. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And they didn't say it outright, but it feels like Clinton and Hank haven't spent much time together since, uh, you know, things ended uh, yeah, back I in Nashville. Like he misses him. Yeah, why mm-hmm. would they? That's the thing. So, yeah. you know, this yeah, is why there are plenty, I, Yeah, I was going to say, keep, there are plenty keep, of relationships. Yeah. yeah, there are yeah. plenty of relationships that, like, they get a dog together, they break up, then they actually co-parent the dog and spend yes. equal time. I know you love that, Jason. Mm, yeah. um, but, <laughs> it, no, I've heard, I have seen firsthand <laughs> couples that have broken up broken up and will like oh i have the dog this weekend or have the dog this week i I feel like before asia goes on a first date she gets papers drafted that says i have custody (laughs) of these two dogs nothing Mm -hmm. that ever happens is going to change that i need you to sign here here initial here 
<laughs> I just need to know that they really like dogs because that is a hardcore deal breaker. Um, but I will say that it's sad for Hank too, because like, yes, it is really sad for Clint, but Hank's wondering when's Clint coming back and no one can ever tell him that Clint's not. Mm. That kind of breaks. <laughs> I mean, if Gina, if Gina can step away to take a vacation every once in a while, maybe, you know, Hank can go over to Clint and, and be on Clint's boat with him. Like the certified well, babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clint does confirm he's planning on getting a dog when he's ready, and it would only yeah. be if it's Hank sized. You think? You think uh, Clint still sends you a text like fifteen thousand? <laughs> <Like, laughs> <Right>. like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I feel like it. Even uh, uh, Clint, I was about to call him Hank. Clint probably asked Gina, like, "Hey, like, can I see a picture of Hank?" <laughs> because that's so sad. I know, but it's just like when I had when I had a roommate, like I loved her dog and I haven't seen him since she moved. And I just like I get pictures of him all the time, but I miss him because it was just like that was like my little buddy. Obviously, now I don't know. You say he was three, maybe. I'm not sure. He's a big buddy. Like, I'm like. How much uh, money was, to give up pepper and cinnamon, Asia? How much money? Asia, you said a million. So like no, I didn't hire... say a million. I said it had to be high enough to where, like, right. maybe like a billion. Where a I billion, could... so that you could hire someone to steal them back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good plan. Yes. Good plan. Full circle. But yeah, I feel. I feel like the cutest moment of that little montage was the end when he told Hank to go to bed, and Hank just laid on his bed. That was so sweet. Like that's his bed. That's him going to bed. Oh God! Sorry. The way the bank account is looking like right now. What? What's your price? No, ready to go. Ready to go. Mari, what is your price? No. Twenty is it more? Come on! No, no, no! I'm, I'm Listen, I got a fourteen-year-old over here. I'm ready to pack up for like ten bucks. Fourteen-year-old so. <laughs> human—that's different. Well, whatever. <laughs> Y'all reach out. <laughs> Y'all reach out. We can make a deal. I can negotiate. Not the I'll human pay, trafficking. I'll pay podcast. you. I'll pay you to take her. <laughs> um, oh gosh! I'll take it, Sarah. I'll take. I'll, 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 I'll get exchange. Oh, she'll love that Australia. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's I'll it called? Exchange. Excuse my ignorance. What is it called in Australia? Ten dollars. Oh, it's dollars. It really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, that, I, I wondered if you wanted, if you were asking about the note because the notes all have names. So the yes, twenty dollar yes. is red. It's called a lobster, and the fifty is yellow. It's called a pineapple. Oh. oh wow. Yeah. That's not anyway. cool. How do you not get confused if you're talking about actual lobster and actual pineapple? <laughs> I can use well, ten lobsters it, for that one lobster. Yeah. <laughs> or you can. Or you can call it a, a yellow. Uh, a yellow drinking voucher. So if you might mm. give someone a yellow drinking voucher for their birthday. Y'all do a fun over in Australia. Right. Yeah. Your money's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the 14 year old, Jason. Just come yourself. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Trust me. Um, Kevin asked him, so has maths? Ch- oh, I'm sorry. We, I, I cannot skip the uh, package of outtakes and silly moments, which were awful. I was like, how can <laughs> your outtakes be boring? <laughs> just the worst. Sheesh. 
Um, but yeah, Kevin asks everybody, so has maths changed you guys? Jasmine says, of course, which is Jasmine's line. She says, yes, it's made me speak up more and uh, figure out how to be a better wife. It made Gina fearless. Um, Shaq says, made him not be afraid to listen, learn, and love. Uh, Kev thanks them for doing the show and throws it to a sneak peek of next season. Uh, I, I didn't really get anything from it except for the fact that Peter was Australian. in the <laughs> third spot. Yeah. And there's an Australian, I think. It sounded like there was an Australian accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they don't normally show the faces in that one. I guess not. Huh? At this point, no. I think next mm. week they will after uh, you know, after yeah. the where are they now special. Uh, but I mean I I have seen the faces. <laughs> Me too. Oh, and I don't know what really? to think. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, now you know, let me Google. Not not very uh diverse. I'll just say that. Oh <laughs> no. Well, it's Denver. I, I, you know I was looking. It is I Denver. Was looking. Yeah. yeah, it is Denver. Uh, so can yeah. can I, may I make a prediction? I don't know if you're going to get to predictions, but I, I have a prediction. Or are there where are they now? Way, I would like to ask. No, no, I'm thinking a little further into the future. I would like to ask who among the panel thinks that Chris and Nicole will still be married in two years' time. Oh, I do. I think that's I easy. Do. Yeah, I, I think, think they will. I think they're. I think that's one of uh, Mary First Sight's best matches. Like, I think. Yeah. How about five mm-hmm. years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think okay. I think the I've, only I've, issue yeah. will be if they bump up against this kid thing. Um, I think that would be well. They're going to revisit it in two years' time. Yeah, I think that will be mm-hmm. a deal breaker. I think that's probably the only thing that will be a deal breaker. And I mm-hmm. feel like, uh, un- unfortunate or not, Nicole might override her own feelings of not wanting children to give Chris many a woman mm-hmm. has done so in a married yeah. relationship mm-hmm. in order to keep the relationship. Sadly. Right. Um, yes, uh, look, I agree. I think that they were, I think the experts got lucky. I think if on paper they would have not taken those two to be the golden couple. But I uh, just right from the start, and again, my prediction was they were going to stay together. I think there's something strange and odd about the way each of them is that fits together, like a sort of little interlocking ball. And as long as Chris doesn't ever come get his wife, I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I, I think what Asia was saying about people that need to be desperate is yes. what makes Chris and Nicole uh, work. I was not going to say that, but yes, I completely, mm-hmm. I completely yeah. 100% agree because I think also each of them privately thinks if not this other person, then there's nobody who will ever have me. Yeah, I'm never yeah. going to find somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, being single is an option. But anyway, that, that's just, you know, just have to say. Sarah, Sarah, do you want to explain a little more about your feelings about Clint? Because I feel like you came, yes. you came in you yeah. came in real hot against Clinton. I feel like if I, we don't, if you don't explain, I feel like people are going to come after you. I, I, I understand. Come after me. Come after me. I, I've I always it. had, I've but always feel said like this about Clint. Clint has kind of been the darling of the back half of the season for oh, most of the <laughs> Mavs fans. Mm-hmm. What's good? So, uh, hey. Owning class, owning class, arrogant, very high in his own supply, must be in charge. Everybody else is wrong and he's not. Uh, just his behavior. I think when it must have been the episode I came on, they'd had the uh, the safari, not the safari, the trip to the waterfall where they got quote unquote lost. And they weren't lost mm-hmm. for a moment and it wasn't adventurous. They got in a bus provided by the resort. Which took mm-hmm. two hours to get to the water, to the waterfall, <laughs> excuse me, and then they walked down the 
man-made steps to the waterfall. According to him, that was an, an adventure. I just there is something about him, his self-satisfaction, his delight in Aris's foul and violent uh, discussions about sex that is just completely off-putting. So, yeah, look, I mean, I'm happy to discuss it, but I won't yeah. be changing my mind. Oh, no, I don't expect <laughs> you to at all. I, I think the thing about Clint Jason, is... Jason, what's your rebuttal? I don't, really have, I don't have much of a rebuttal. I think the thing about Clint is he read the room at that explosion he had at the honeymoon. It was like, hmm, I think I should be on my best behavior from now on and just decided yeah. not yeah. to not to make an argument of where he could have. Uh, so I think he just wanted to kind of ride out the last, you know, how many weeks there were after that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he saw himself in that moment was like, I'm gonna look like the villain in this. Let me not do that. Even though he probably yeah, doesn't think of himself a villain. I think, cause I think right after he said something about uh, the optics and how it looks, so I think he's concerned about that. He's like, let me not do that anymore this season. So I think that's mm-hmm. part of it. I, I don't think Clint is this dreamy, man that everyone's kind of making him out to be in a way uh because i think Ooh, uh, what are all, their names give me their names i mean there's a lot they're of people first in the facebook group yeah mm. there's a lot of people thirsty for clint sorry out facebook in these, group uh, mm. out in these math streets More a lot clint of people for, thirsty for him <laughs> uh so yeah i think i, I mean I, I think that the um episode 11 i said that i think there'd been a turn and he was now being more acceptable because they both knew that they were going to say no yeah. Like right back then. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. where the ease came from. And that's why she became more playful. And that's why he appeared more sort of fun and pliable is because there was either a joint decision or a private decision by either of them. Were like, no, like the switch went off and then they could just sort of pal around. Yeah, I think of the two of them, it looks more as if Clint wants something more. And Gina has just really kind of shut the door on and be like, no, mm-hmm. not happening. So I think that's also what kind of turns fans toward Clint's yeah. camp. Yeah, yeah so, sure. Okay. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I agree with with a lot of what you said, sir. I, I just, I'm not as intense as, uh, as, <laughs> as you are about it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of get that out just there. Just trusting my gut. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Cal you. told me to. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of course. Um, so next, the next season previewed, um, not next season, the preview for the Where They Now special. Did anyone get anything really out of that? It felt like out of context Clip City to me. <laughs> yeah. It did. I mean, like, <clears throat> they're coming together for some reason. I'm sure it's somebody's birthday. And uh, Clint's dating someone. I don't mm. care unless we get details. You know, like, is it someone we know? Is he going to talk? Is she going to show up? Mm-hmm. Um, is it someone then, from a past season? That's they like to right? do. <laughs> And the fact that they went ahead and spoiled that Shaq and Kirsten went on a date, go ahead, it lets me know that they're not together because mm-hmm. they're wanting us to think that they got back together. Right. And, and Shaq all of a sudden, some way, somehow, is going to stick up for his wife. You don't talk to my wife like that. Yeah. I just feel like that's, again, just, just talking about something like, he would say if the, if the, if the, situation arose i feel like a lot yeah. of what those big tough comments everyone was saying was kind of something like that like oh we went that. on a date and we were at this bar and this guy said this and i said don't talk to my wife like that <laughs> yeah uh-huh. uh, i just feel like it's a lot of out of context stuff and uh yeah. gina is quote unquote in love but then she talks to mac about him not feeling uh her not feeling he was interested so i don't know we'll be here to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we can't help you. We 
And y'all okay. will be back. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay. And I don't. I, I, I'll. I'll get back to you on that Colorado season too. I just saw the cast and. <laughs> it, I don't know. We might be losing know. people. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I I, know, it'll man. be. I'm. I'm curious to say the least. Um. But I will say that. With that episode, we're it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to do more of a here's the here are the things you need to know, mm-hmm. not a full breakdown. So um, we're just at that point, y'all. Twenty five episodes. <laughs> That'll be the twenty six episode. Let, a, let us free twenty five. I was like, oh, <laughs> just I cannot believe. Unshackle me, please. <laughs> yeah. So. Thank y'all so much for being here and joining us on this so exciting episode. This was fun. Of course. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Appreciate it. Listen, Always under, under two time. hours. Yes. <laughs> uh, under two hours or four people on the panel. That should tell y'all all you need to know mm-hmm. about this. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You know, and some of it was, you know, clips from before with us referring to <laughs> pre- previous episodes we were on. So mm-hmm. you know, it was in the spirit of it. It, it has no right gonna... to be boring. It has no right to Very be boring. Very true. That's my thing. Be, be disastrous, be say... wrong, make us angry, make us happy, make us cry, make us laugh. Anything. Yeah. You, you, are, you have no right to spend all that money and all the time that we have invested and be boring. Boom. Exactly. You know who wouldn't go under two hours with four people, Jason? Who's that? Love is blind. Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> love is blind. I love love is blind. <laughs> no, it's because we're talking about a million episodes per podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, thank y'all so much for being here with us. Sarah, where can people find you? What are you up to? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Sarah Carradine. You can tell me all about how much you love Clint. Uh, there. Um, Mari and I have a weekly true crime review podcast on this very network called Crime Scene, S-E-E-N. Uh, this week we had Jason on, Aisha's been on a couple of times, uh, and we look at true crime documentaries, docuseries, and talk about how they're made. Isn't that right, Mari? and i was lucky enough to be on the wrestling wrap up but i know that mari will talk about that lovely mari where can people find you yes you can find me on twitter at mari talks too much to like the number two and of course uh like sarah said crime scene podcast every tuesday subscribe to us at robin has a website.com slash crime feed there and also um i am a part of the wrestling wrap up podcast where me and matt scott uh we talk about wrestling it's very fun you don't even gotta watch you can just follow along with us um we had sarah on over the over the weekend and then we just dropped our uh, money in the bank predictions episode last night with a special guest Rob Sesternino and Chappelle. So um, Money in the Bank is on Saturday. So go and watch us talk about our predictions before that happens. And you can go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed in order to subscribe there. Or you can find us just like if you're watching us on YouTube here, you can watch the wrestling wrap up on the Rob Has a Podcast YouTube page as well. Just like be, be warned, they will draw you into the wrestling world and turn you yeah. into a fan. So <laughs> yeah. That's what's happened to me over time, slowly. 
and I now know people's names and I know storylines and I know what moves are called and I blame you, Mari, but I also <laughs> You know, I what I, a heel and a, what do you call it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a face. Mari, I saw your dog licking the couch behind you. Yes. Yeah, she- chair. Yes. Ripley. Ripley what? <laughs> uh, Cinnamon d- has been doing that recently. And I'm like, uh, can you not? Can you not? <laughs> this is Cinnamon, by the way. Mm-hmm. We she thought go. I was done. She ran over here. I think she thought I was about to say goodbye, so she sprinted over here so she could. They always do that when I'm about to say bye. But oh, you're tired. Um, okay, Jason, we're where can people find you? you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, nice, nice dog interlude. Um, <laughs> get back on on it. Um, I can be found on Twitter at j a y r one zero eight five, and uh, has been as has been discussed. Mari and Sarah tried their best to make me cry on a podcast. You did uh, cry. You I didn't did cry, cry on the podcast. I cried watching the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I felt like Dom. I was like, what is what are these things coming out of my eyes? <laughs> what they call tears? I feel it's like moisture. human. It's uh, part of yes. you growing up. <laughs> yeah, I'm maturing. Um, we did talk about the documentary Take Care of Maya. It is devastating, but mm-hmm. it is also informative and uh re- required viewing i think uh, mm-hmm. as as to know your rights as a as a patient and as a person in the medical system uh other than that you can find me over on post show recaps talking about the shows hijack and secret invasion hijack is with marissa garza secret invasion with sasa joseph a lot of fun uh with those shows over there so go check that out other than that that's about it for me right now asia what about you yeah i would love to know how many podcasts combined you've done with me sasha and marissa a lot. <laughs> Your favorite co-host. It's in the hundreds. Especially with you. 26 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who have you done the most with? I'm kidding. Definitely you. Definitely, Definitely you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, y'all can find me at Asia Like Asia. That's A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A um, on all social media. And um, I've just been chilling lately, but the most recently I did a... Uh, podcasters versus survivor players Brant Steele you can find that over on Rob has a podcast it was a great time it was four hours of playing a make-believe survivor game <laughs> it's all simulated so we were just improving. so going with the punches whatever decision the system made we had to go behind it so that was really fun I had a great time um but yeah anything else I'm up to I will definitely tweet about it so uh, thank y'all so much for sticking with us. Thank you, Mari and Sarah, again, for joining us. Uh, y'all know we we love y'all over here. So come back anytime. If you do end up watching Denver, come on back. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about the Where Are They Now special. Make sure you go join the Facebook group, the Perfect Match Podcast. Password is Petty Betty. Make sure you go join. And uh we'll see y'all next week. Bye. What if I told you I found you a perfect match? Chosen by science, but you had to marry them right this second. You would tell me, well, that sounds pretty whack. And I would add you having weeks to know if you really love them. You just got married at first sight. Jason and Asia gonna tell you.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.